music, athletics, arts, and entertainment. The Desert Tiger Podcast with Colton Geschwader. All right, and welcome to the DTP with me, Colton G, here on October 19th. It's a Thursday once again, unless you're listening on another day, which is totally fine, just like you. And welcome to what is episode four of the Desert Tiger podcast. And today on the show, we have Winnipeg, Manitoba's Alone I Walk. Today, we're going to talk to the Acoustic Pop Punk Act about their latest summer tour. We're going to get out of them one of the best tour stories we have possibly gotten yet. And we're going to talk to them a little bit about their writing process. This week on the podcast, we're going to get into our song of the day day which comes to us from our guest alone i walk but if you want to be on the song of the day what do you got to do what do you got to do when we don't have a musical guest well you email us here at the desert tiger podcast at desert.tiger.podcast that is desert.tiger.podcast at gmail.com so send us a description of your band and a link to your song and if i enjoy it we will definitely line you up for a show in which we do not have a musical guest but this week we are going to have not by my good friends in alone i walk who once again are our guests this week alone i walk is an acoustic pop punk act formed by brothers frankie and pascal The group has released two EPs, Lost at Sea and Already Lost, and a handful of music videos, and has already toured Canada 13 times. The release is slated for late 2017, and I am very excited myself, and we talk a little bit about that here in the podcast. So without wasting any more of your time, let's get into Not by Alone I Walk. Not in my gut, my fighting last breath As I look to the sky I wonder, is this my time? Is this the end of me? Cause nothing's gone good for so long I feel like it's time for me to give up And end it Don't know why you would stay and fight for me I've done nothing for you, so please just let me be I'm not in my gut, my fighting was breath As I look to the sky, I wonder is this my time? Is this the end of me? can tell if I don't wake up from this hell that I am living I will never catch myself Cause I try so hard to stay on my feet But there's nothing left of my dreams If there's no point I'll just leave It's 
Stuff out of Winnipeg, Winnipeg, Manitoba, but we're from the boonies, man. We're from the <laughs> middle of goddamn nowhere, Manitoba. Alone I walk, and what are your names? And please introduce what you do in the band. <clears throat> I'm Frankie, I sing and I play acoustic guitar. I'm Pascal, and I play drums and sing, and we both write. All right, yeah. well, welcome to the Desert Tiger Podcast, boys. You guys recently did an acoustic show. Yeah. How did that go? That was, uh, it was, it was good, you know, like, we hadn't played a show for a little while, so, uh, getting that show in was, like, it felt good to be able to Perform. get everything <laughs> out again and just do our thing, so I think that show went really well for that reason. That's good, you got, was it just you who played the show, or? No, I was, uh, I was playing acoustic and Pask was on, like, the cajon, nice. little drum box there, yeah. Nice good way to get that included um so you guys have a bassist or not uh not like any official bassist or a touring member yeah like as of right now we have uh one of our friends cody uh he plays bass with us as of late and uh yeah he's gonna be playing guitar though from now on so he's gonna be Nice. He's gonna be a touring like he's always there. So touring like, staple. Hopefully man. he can he can well, keep touring. Shout with us. out to Bellevue and Cody McManus. Whoop 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 whoop. whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> Who also helped you out on your recent summer tour? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. How did that go? That was uh, one of the best tours we have honestly been on. Uh, we got it booked by Storm the Walls Production. Those guys, they killed it. Shout out, storm the wall. (laughs) 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 And yeah, so like every every show we had uh, ten shows. Uh, Yeah, I think we played we played eight to ten shows, ten or eleven shows in the end. Yeah, we had a bunch of shows. (laughs) But anyways, every show that we went to, there was people. There was lots of interaction with the crowd. 
and everyone was like always down to be there. It was great. Yeah, man, it was sweet. So was that just Western Canada, or where did you all go? Uh, yeah, we only hit up uh, Alberta, Saskatchewan, and Manitoba. Oh, well, yeah. that's pretty good, uh, hitting up 10 or 11 shows just between two provinces. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty solid it's to wonderful. get a good following out. Um, your van was recently broken <laughs> during that tour, was it not? Yeah. yeah. Wanna, uh, tell us about that, please. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> you got this. So, we were playing two nights in our own Lethbridge, and Cody mm-hmm. is from Lethbridge, so... We played the first night acoustically. It was at the Night Owl, I think. Is it the place? The Owl. The Owl. The Owl. In, L- uh, in Lethbridge. Bridge, yeah. Okay, yeah. If it was Calgary, it's Night Owl. <laughs> okay, that's it. <laughs> so it was the Owl. And played the show. And we went to Cody's girlfriend Chantel's place for drinks after. But we had parked the van at Cody's mom's. Mm-hmm. Which is like a nice, quiet neighborhood. Yeah, Nobody. Like, like very, middle very, of the burbs, right? You know, yeah. very chill. You know, you, it's, it's nice. We're like, okay, not a problem. <laughs> so we take off. We're there for a couple hours. Next thing you know, it's like three in the morning. We're like, yeah, we should probably go home. Like, we need to get sleep. We got to play tomorrow. We have stuff to do. Exactly. Got and the uh, road. <laughs> we roll up and we're about to like turn right towards the van. We're like, oh, fuck. Somebody left. Somebody left the light on. That sucks. Like, hopefully the battery's not dead. <sighs> and we turn. <laughs> And we see the doors are open, and we're like, oh, man, the van, it's, it's been broken into, it's over. And we get there, and the dudes are still rummaging, like, they're just going through all our shit. Oh, there's a couple of them. There's yeah. two guys. Oh, shit. So, we see this, and Chantel's driving, she turns on her brights, and starts motoring on the horn, stomps on the gas. And the door's wide open on the van, and I think she's going to take this thing off, because, like, she's coming in hot, and it's, she's going to hit the van. And she slows down, and the guy sees that we're like, oh, shit, we're going to catch them. And Cody's in the shotgun seat, and he opens his door and just levels this dude. And the dude hits the van and kind of, like, rolls onto the concrete, and then we all bolt out of the car, and we chase them for, like, two three, and a half two blocks. Two and a half, three blocks, yeah. And we... They dropped all their stuff. They emptied their pockets. Cody Holy was screaming, crap. like, empty your fucking pockets. And all you heard is, like, change hitting the ground. Now that is a tour manager right there. <laughs> so it was, it was a blast, yeah. But, yeah, we didn't get anything taken. We had some, like, oregano tablets because we tend to get sick every time we're in the van for too long. So... We had those just to pop every morning. You take two tablets with breakfast, you know, and keeps so that your, just help with like yeah, it just keeps your immune system. I don't know. It just oh. it seems yeah, like, to like neutralize shit. I'm just like okay, I'll take that. Right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it's spicy, and they had it lined up, and it looked like they were gonna like do rails of oregano. So I'm kind of bummed we caught him when we did. Like we could have caught him when they were having like uh, a brain melt. <laughs> you wanted to catch them while they're trying to run away with freaking oregano, <laughs> oregano on the brain. Brain yeah. melt burning. Man, they be. Uh, I, I can't even imagine fucking trying to run away. Just imagine. <laughs> but yeah, that it was fun. But <coughs> speaking uh, of that, like Lethbridge was. Lethbridge treated us so well. It was a great two nights. Tuesday, on a freaking Tuesday in Lethbridge, we had over 90 people come to the show. Just walk in at the door, yeah. It was wicked. It was unreal. That's deadly. 
We're, hey, uh, shout out to Lethbridge. <laughs> Except for the people that stole the van. Yeah, <laughs> screw you guys. Screw you guys. And that's the funny thing. That was the night before that show. We had two shows on Lethbridge. And right before the show that night, people came to, went to the cop shop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> to bring all of their, their shit back. <laughs> to touch back on that story, we finally caught these dudes. And mm-hmm. we, we got our stuff. So we, we kind of composed ourselves. We're sitting up front having a smoke. And they were like, okay, let's go in. Let's see, like, what they have. Because they, they had, dropped their bags, too. And they had yeah. two big backpacks of stuff. Huh. But, like, they left all our stuff in the van. But yeah. it was, like, 4.30 in the morning, and we didn't want to, like, go to the cops. We're tired. We're, like, ha- we had drinks, and we're, like, man, we just want to go to bed. Let's deal with this in the morning. Our stuff's okay. So we only ended up going after we loaded into the show. <laughs> we, like, loaded in all our gear. We're, like, we'll be back in, like, 20. We got to go to the cop shop. <laughs> <laughs> and we got to the cop shop, and the guy's like, you know we're open 24 hours, right? We're like, yeah, but it was late. We were tired. <laughs> we're not but, dealing with it. But yeah, he was Charlie happy. Was here at we, like, in the morning. we brought bitch. all the stuff. <laughs> but yeah, that's it on that. <laughs> all right. Uh, you guys recently shot a new video. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Who uh, shot and directed that for you guys? I guess it was shot and directed. Well, Nick Herzog. Nick Herzog, yeah, shot and directed it, and is editing it. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a it good, was great. It was great. It, it was, was a, a team unreal. effort. Like we had, we pre-planned it. We had a, a picture of what we wanted for the yeah. song, yeah, and what we envisioned for it beforehand, mm-hmm. and then he made it come and, to life. <laughs> yeah, and we talked about it, and, and he just the ideas he put on were like, well, why don't we do this? And it's just little things you don't think about. And yeah. we're just like, holy shit, this looks... Just so real, all Yeah, and it, it, the day we shot, it couldn't have been a more perfect day. Yeah. And is it was, that for a song off Already Lost? <clears throat> it is no. not. No. <laughs> it's Ooh. not, no. Well, I'm going to be asking you about that later, then. Sounds yeah. great. Is that who worked with you for your previous videos? Yes, Nick has done all of our videos so far, yeah. Shout out to Nick. What, what? Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Um, can you give us a little bit of insight into the meaning of the video that you were trying to portray, or are you going to let that sit until that comes out? We can go into it. We can <coughs> we can touch on it, yeah. Um, do we say the song name? No. You don't no, have to I, say I the think, song name at all. That can wait. Yeah, yeah that's going to wait. Okay. I think, uh, so basically, well, there's not, not really a basic <laughs> way to explain the whole story. Okay, so, <laughs> yeah, I guess the the video, <laughs> I don't know, man, okay. I don't know, you start. <laughs> I, I, I think the basic of the song is kind of, like, to, for, for us when we wrote this, it was just a perspective on life and people, like, saying, hey, you should maybe do this, and then we look at where they're at in life, and we're like, I don't know, man, it hardly seems to be working for you, like... Mm-hmm. Why would we? Why would we buy into that? Why would that? you follow someone who right? It's isn't on the right path themselves. Sort yeah, of thing. yeah. If if you're not happy with what you're at, why why would I be happy with what you're doing? You know, like mm-hmm. if you're not sold, why I have no reason to be sold. No, of course. So everyone's just trying to confirm what their yeah beliefs are. Yeah, and, and they're worth it. That if other people are doing the same thing, then it just makes them feel more fulfilled. Yeah, and I kind of hope, like, I, I just found that super weak. Everybody should have their own 
thing. You should be your own individual, right? Yeah. It, it's just like, don't buy into that, man. Just do what makes you happy or do what you need to do. Only yeah. you can be you, right? So, Absolutely. Yeah, it, it's, that's, that's, I'd say, the, the basis of the song. All right. Um, any of your other videos, any specific meaning behind them? Um, <coughs> not really. Cause I've, like, I've only had, well, I guess, wait. I've had more than one uh, person do a music video for me. I actually had a, a man named Lawrence Lanou. Whoop whoop to Lawrence Lanou. Whoop whoop Lawrence Lanou. He's the one that shot my <coughs> music video for help. That one, all we tried to capture was like the child inside of someone that needed help but couldn't get help kind of deal. Okay. So like in that video, you'll see me in, we shot it all in a school that was like completely empty um in an abandoned school or no just it's not summer it during the summer kind of deal but what the hell was it glenboro i think is the place anyways yeah. <laughs> so yeah we shot like some scenes in a library we shot some scenes in a gym we saw i uh, shot a scene in like a kindergarten class oh nice so like around like toys and stuff so it was like mm-hmm. you can see that it's like the kid moving forward in like class and stuff and like he's growing up but he's like still not yeah figuring it out kind of deal yeah and uh yeah so that's the that video and then another video for because it's you off of the already lost album mm-hmm. um Jeanette did it Janet from uh, sound phrase and fury uh she did it for like one of her classes and uh so that one, that video, she like wrote everything for it. I basically showed up. She shot my parts. I was like, "Thank you. I will send it to you when it's done." Huh. Kind of deal. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it ended up being like a little like love story of a guy and a girl, like falling apart. And it was cool. Nice. Yeah. That's pretty cool, then. Um, what's your guys' songwriting process like? It's long. <laughs> <laughs> It's aggressive. No, it's great. <laughs> it's um, we just hammer out those power chords. <laughs> yeah. It no. usually starts. Uh, I'm gonna say the new the newest stuff we've written. Mm-hmm. Like when you when you showed up, we were talking outside. Okay. And we were just talking about a new part to a song and how it's written and how it needs to work out. And it's very it's with that sort of thing. And it's just like it's very emotionally driven. Like our songwriting, I think, just is solely based around how we feel. Okay. When we're writing that song. Lyrics sort of the same story. Ab- then? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, like oftentimes for the song we were chatting about, he had written the whole music part. Like drums, guitar, bass. And then I was at work one day. Um, I think we were just like driving around or something. I was just chilling. And then I was listening to it in my headphones and I got like this idea because of how I was feeling or whatever, like my environment. And then I wrote it down and then we tracked it. And it's, it's like how the song starts now. It's just based on like our current time or like events in our life that are happening. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Nice. <clears throat> That's good. Um, so you guys have possibly been in the studio recently, then? 
Well, not as recent as you would think. <laughs> not as long ago. So you guys have been sitting on something for a little while. Yeah. Uh, you guys have some presents waiting. Uh, we're, yeah, this is... We've uh, recorded our album back in January. And we've just been, like, sitting with it and doing everything we can to get ready for the launch of the album. And we've okay. already been, like... He said we're already writing like new material for like a potential EP after or something. Well, yeah. It's always good to have things on the back burner. Right? Yeah. So exactly. like the thing is like we have all this material, so we don't know really when we're gonna release anything again. Mm-hmm, for sure. Because it's just kind of we'll see what feels right. Well, <laughs> you, you never know when it's the right time to do it, right? Yeah. It's exactly. like some moments are perfect for it, some aren't. Yeah. So as you got, if you guys are just doing videos for stuff right now, just concentrate on that and just write what you can. And when it feels right, it'll happen. Happen. Like yeah. for all we know, we could shelf this for another year yeah. if we wanted to. You know, right? <laughs> but <won't>. no, <laughs> <laughs> we'll put something out. It's what we did. So, <laughs> um, did your recording process change any at all from? This newer album from your previous releases already lost and lost at sea. Yeah, they changed like drastically. Um, not only like in the the way it was recorded, but just like the environment too. Mm-hmm. Like uh, when I uh, recorded Lost at Sea, shout out to Jordan Both at uh, Ooh, Jordan Ones Both. and Zeros Productions. Yeah, he's the one that's recorded all of our albums so far. Okay, so I was um, actually gonna ask that too. Yeah, so. The first album was Lost at Sea. We recorded it in his apartment. Like, everything. And then for the drums, we went and did those at his dad's in his laundry room. Yeah. His dad's laundry Super room. Super raw. And then, uh, Already Lost, we recorded it at his dad's in three days. We recorded the five tracks all in his dad's laundry room. And then, uh, for this last album that we've recorded, it took us about... About three months? No, oh, wow. three Not weeks. Th- three weeks, sorry. Oh, yeah. A little three bit weeks. of a time difference. Well, actually, no, three months, kind of, because we went in, did like a whole demo with him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And did like pre production. Okay. And then so came back like three, four months later and then had five other songs that we pre wrote here. Yeah. Okay. So then we went in and recorded all. So rather the than songs, just taking yeah. it and releasing what you had as an EP, you guys decided to bring in everything else. And yeah, make yeah. It full length with it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like we took like the time to like listen, and like, what are we missing? Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and you just uh, gotta like, you just gotta listen. <laughs> no, it's true. And you find right? like what it needs. And sometimes like just the time itself like, <clears throat> gives you more experiences to write on mm-hmm. and yeah. evolve, right? Um, we've touched on the fact that you guys have some future releases and some future videos. Any other future plans for the band at hand, possibly? We have that you can talk about. Uh, we have a few tours that we're planning, but <laughs> that's about all we can <laughs> say. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's okay. Uh, we're get, we're we're stoked for them. Yeah, very stoked for those tours. Well, that's good. Hopefully, uh, it's somewhere near me so I can come see you guys. Totally. Mm-hmm. Uh, what got you guys started in music? 
you want to start on this? <laughs> oh man, started in music. Like, why did I start playing music, or like, what turned me on to music? I guess what drives you to play music, and what drove you to actually learn and decide that this is something you wanted to do <laughs> semi-professionally. <laughs> How long is this podcast? Be, could be an hour. Like I said, it could <laughs> because, be an hour. We can even oh go man. more than that if you guys want. Like we can no. get philosophical and shit. No. <laughs> no, I think the short of it was like grew up and our parents always listened to music. Okay. And we have a musical family. Mm-hmm. Like my grandparents were musical. Well, uh, it's on my dad's side, right? Well, yeah. Like my mom's side, not so much. <laughs> your dad's not even a bit. pretty hard when we came in. So. Yeah, yeah. But, um, like, they grew up with music, so my dad grew up with music. So, naturally, we grew up with music like everybody else did who listens to music and wants to be a musician. Well, well, at least I think, right? Yeah, like, I can, like, obviously, I can't name the amount of times we haven't had music in the house, but. It's more than not that you walk in the house after work and there's music playing. Yeah. Mm. Or like you're eating supper and there's music playing. Like there's always some sort of music going on. Cooking supper, whatever you're yeah. doing, there's music. But yeah, so he was always like, well, we grew up with like listening to classic rock. Yeah. For so sure. like, obviously. And then I used to play sports and play hockey and stuff. Mm-hmm. And there was one year I broke my ribs. And then Ooh. after that, I broke my wrist. And I was like, no, fuck this. I don't want to do this. And I'd already been playing music for a couple of years. Yeah. Well, I guess like five years. I'd been playing drums at least. <coughs> and I was like, yeah, that's what I want to do. That's what I want to do. I want to play music. Don't get so everything kind of like much. <laughs> everything from that point on was like sports. Nah, that can wait. Mm-hmm. This, nah, nah, that can wait. Like, I want to play music, man. <laughs> yeah, I guess your priorities straight, yeah, right? Yeah. I guess for myself, unless are you not done? No. Yeah, okay, cool. For myself, same same deal. Like, grew up with a musical family. Pretty much every family gathering we went to on my dad's side, there would be like six guitars, a few banjos, a mandolin, violin sometimes. Like, there was just always people playing music and just having fun. And I think that's what, like, really got me into music was just, like, knowing how... It can change you. Like you yeah. Just like, I don't know. Music's great. <laughs> oh, music can do a lot, right? Yeah. Brings oh, yeah. people together. Brings people Shit together. Like it can get people through things. It, oh, yeah. That's why it, you can that's learn what, experiences through other people through music. Exactly. It's, it's a truly wonderful mm-hmm. gift. It's, yeah. And, like, that's one, of the, that's one of the things that, like, got me into, like, okay, I want to do music. Yeah. Because I need, like... Sky's the limit with music. You can do anything. Oh, exactly. You can go any direction, and you can sing about <laughs> anything you want, really. I yeah. Mean, yeah. There's always going to be somebody who connects to that or sees it in their own light, right? Yes. Yeah. We all have our own experiences, and we all see things through our own rose-colored glasses. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah, I don't know how to do with that music, man. <laughs> I think I'd lose my mind. So, with that, who inspires you in music and in life? Oh, man. That's good. That's crazy. Um, We try and go deep here. (laughs) (laughs) No kidding. (laughs) You want to take this first? (laughs) Who inspires me in music and in life? Huh. 
That's a really good question. I don't know. In music, like... Do you mean, like, the way... Like, my influences in music and how, like, we've written? And it can then, be anything. It's, okay. like, whoever, like, if they inspired you to just to play, if they inspired, like, your creative style, like... Cool. Then I'd probably have to say, like, my parents, because they've always supported us. Like, from the time I first started playing an instrument, my dad was always, like, showing me how to play guitar and just, like, helping me learn and ever since we've been in bands or playing music live our parents try to come to every show that's what they just good. like try and support us as much as they can it's always good to have supportive parents when yeah. it comes to things like this it sure. makes everything so much easier yeah it's great it's just allows not you, you don't have to carry a burden around allows you to believe in yourself so much more absolutely knowing that they believe in you and they've been they've been like that since we were young like they've always told us like do your do, own thing. do do what you got to do mm-hmm. to be happy. Yeah, that's good. So it's good because a lot of people tell their kids that, and then after a while, it's just like, no, you got to go to college, or yeah. you have to do what we want you to do because we saved up this amount of money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we saved up our funds, so rather than going on vacation or doing something artistic ourselves, we're just gonna force you to become an accountant. <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rough. <laughs> Dude, that's terrible. <laughs> Shit happens. Silly more. I want to grab it. Please. All right, guys, it sounds like we got you thinking a little bit, so I want to talk to you a little bit what your tour must have is. And a little bit what your interests outside of music are. But before we get to that, we have to get to our book of the week, which we do here every Thursday on the Desert Tiger podcast. And if you want to refer a book to me, you can do it like our today where our listener Shelby, shout out to Shelby, whoop whoop for sending us an email that said, I think you should read Watership Down by Richard Adams. So you want to know what I did? I read that. And you want to know what Shelby did and how she did that? Shelby emailed me here at the Desert Tiger Podcast at desert.tiger.podcast at gmail.com with her book suggestion. It's that simple. I read it. It was a great book. I think we should have more book suggestions. Send them in. It's a fantastic idea. Desert.tiger.podcast at gmail.com And like I said, this week we read Watership Down by Richard Adams, which is actually a fantastic read. I was very impressed with it, as it is supposed to be a children's literature book, or for preteens, and is something Richard Adams wrote to entertain his kids while they were on drives, which is actually very hard to believe when you actually get into the story as an adult. The story is about some cunning and very clever rabbits who have to use their problem-solving skills to get through various life-threatening situations. It follows... Hazel and Fiverr as they leave their warren with a bunch of other rabbits and need to 
find a new home as there is being constantly threatened by man. This book also has a very, very good back in look into how man is very destructive to nature. And one of the best quotes in the book is actually, Animals don't behave like men, he said. If they have to fight, they fight. And if they have to kill, they kill. But they don't sit down and set their wits to work to devise ways of spoiling other creatures' lives and hurting them. They have dignity and animality. It's a very good look at how man is constantly imposing his will onto other creatures that do not do as he pleases, and if those creatures don't appease the human beings or person, they usually just get taken out or considered pests, which a lot of rabbits are, and these rabbits have to survive in a society in which they have been labeled pests, and it makes for a very, very interesting read. A lot of the problems that they have to undertake are very common of if you want to break free from a society or anything of the sort, and the aspects of survival are fantastic. The characters are very well written. It's If you have the opportunity to ever read this book, I highly suggest it, as it is much more than just a ch story to entertain children when they're biking. It's a story of animals working together to improve their lives and not only make something more than what they were once given and they talk about they have their own like religious system and it's just amazing how he just built this world around rabbits and how the rabbits are so realistic because he actually like researched rabbits to write the story and he did a fantastic job it was actually the first novel that he ever released and it brought him a lot of acclaim so if you ever have the chance to check out watership down by richard adams i would highly suggest it as i gave it four and a half stars it was a great read and thank you once again to shelby who emailed us here at the desert tiger podcast with her book suggestion at desert.tiger.podcast at gmail.com which you can do with a book suggestion, and you just might be our next book of the week. The Desert Tiger Podcast. All right, uh, what is your tour must-have? <sighs> tour must-have? Beers for the boys. Beers for the boys. Beers for the boys. <laughs> the fucking pills for the beak, bud. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but honestly... <clears throat> That's a good question. <laughs> you the got thing, some good fucking questions, man. The thing I need probably the most. There's two things I need usually. There's, <laughs> I need coffee in the morning. Oh yeah, heavy. Like I need start. coffee. So like, yeah. once we wake up, if we're in the vent, like if we're at somebody's place crashing, and they have coffee, that's that's wicked because I don't. Change. I can just stay lazy <laughs> for a little while. But if yeah, if, if we're just sleeping in the van one night, or you wake up somewhere and you're like, oh, you just gotta come out of haze and you're like coffee. Or it's Timmy's IMAPS <laughs> right away. But no, that and I don't know. We started kind of doing this thing where we take a shot of JD right before we play, because 
uh, not last tour in April. I think it was yeah, it was a previous tour we had with Highwind. Mm-hmm. We shout were at the Highwind. Yeah, shout out to Highwind. Highwind. We we were just like it was a great tour. <laughs> it was so much fun. That was like one of the funnest tours. But we went out and we were all smokers. Mm-hmm. So somebody would light a cigarette, and then somebody else light a cigarette. <laughs> and by the la- by the time the last person lit a cigarette, the first dude who lit a cigarette had been out for like ten minutes. So he like <laughs> lit a smoke, and we we're just we were just gassed, man. It was horrid. Just for and yeah, our throats Smoking were like party. shitty. And you get to Alberta, and every time we go to Alberta, mm-hmm. it's so dry. I find like my throat dries out, and my nose plugs up, and like gets all bloody and shit. And Rough. so a mixture of all the cigarettes and the dry air already in Alberta. Yeah. And doesn't work. Beers after shows, like we were just like, ugh. It was rough. Was Where was I going with this? So what was that? What was the question? <laughs> the two must-haves on tour. Oh yeah, that's oh yeah. So yeah, after that, it's on that tour. It's so dry. We started taking shots of JD just to like warm up our throats because we try and like sing before, and it was like it hurt. <laughs> so we would have shots on stage and like a minute or two before we start it's like okay it's mm-hmm. time and that usually got us through set that and like a warm glass of water mm. and we were good to go so nice. those two things have been a must if you're touring western Canada <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me I guess uh, one is fisherman friends the red ones oh, those things help you especially in Alberta yeah, pop a few fisherman friends <laughs> and dry and you can sing oh, it's so dry for some reason and uh, second, probably just like, probably, it's going to sound weird, my phone, but just because I can take photos and I can like update our all of our shit all the time, like I do lots of the social media stuff, so like when we're on tour, I make sure we have at least one post a day and try and post as many stories just to keep people updated or, well, like, so whatever. You gotta keep people involved, right? Yeah. Like, it makes people actually feel mm. like they're, like, with the band almost. Yeah, part of it. Yeah, man, it's If you cool. can do that, then it actually makes them actually want to be more involved with you. Yeah. So, like, that would be the other reason for my phone. And because, like, taking photos is fun sometimes. With oh, an iPhone. of course. <laughs> Especially when you're touring through the mountains yeah. or near the lakes or something. Seriously. Or even, like, you get to see a skyline. Not in Winnipeg. There's like three tall towers. Here. <laughs> three <laughs> tall buildings. Yeah, you see yeah. the skyline from our way into the city. It's yeah, like, like three well, buildings. there's Regina. <laughs> so you go, yeah. So Out in the yonder. Yeah. <laughs> no, Regina's actually got a skyline. <laughs> compared to a little Winnipeg. bit. So yeah, you go so to like some Calgary, of it's all like, smoke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're in the north end, it's all smoke from the upgrader. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <sighs> Oh, okay. Um, you guys are starting to break outside of Manitoba on sources like Spotify and with your touring. How's that going for you guys? It's good, man. It's nice. It feels good, I think, is what it is. Mm-hmm. It's just like, huh, we just, you just got to work. Our work mm-hmm. is starting to pay off, and we're starting to see it finally. Do you agree that you fit into the uh, emo revival sort of category that you guys seem to be pushed into? I I feel probably <laughs> uh, we got like very deep lyrics or like I feel like they're pretty deep. They're personal. They're very yeah they're very like personal and like relatable. Yeah for in sure. a few senses like 
Yeah, you could be anyone and relate to it kind of deal. So, I I, I do because of that sense absolutely. Yeah. And the music, well, the music is what it is. Like I'm not sure how to describe it. There's a lot of influence in it, and yeah, like I guess we, you'll hear it when you hear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we get often we get asked like, "What's your genre?" It's like <laughs> that question again. <laughs> I don't know ah. what my genre is. I I play music. It could play with this type of music. I can like. We write can, what we want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it could like it could fit with these kind of people. Fit with these kind of like heart like scenes or whatever. So mm-hmm. we just kind of base it off that. I don't know. It's yeah. Pretty much we kind that. of just been lucky enough to fit in. Yeah. Kind of everywhere. I think. That's good. Because I don't know. People just like it. Yeah, like I've played a weird. Uh, played like a super heavy show where there was like black metal bands where it was just like and I opened it but somehow like we transitioned through like hardcore or we hit it like pop punk first hardcore and then it got heavy and it just worked yeah it was like a temperature gauge yeah it It was was like this more of a European show yeah Yeah. like that's cool I like Mm -hmm. that so yeah like we've been able to fit in with like that scene and we've also like fit in like coffee shops and like little, small, very personal places. You guys can yeah. kind of go like anywhere really with like yeah. the acoustic thing. Yeah. Going. yeah. And That's now nice. having like Cody following us with bass. Well, instead of having him uh, two provinces over, it kind of makes that a nuisance sometimes. Man, Cody's like. He's Cody, just so down. Cody's the man. Like, he's uh, he's great. so committed. Like we had on the last tour. Like, the tour he played with us. Yeah. Um, before that, we had somebody in mind. Didn't work out. And then we had a couple other people, and then we were just kind of stuck. And we're like, man, we don't know anybody. Like, who's the, who's going to play this fucking tour? Are we going to have to cancel this? And then Cody's like, hey, man, if you guys haven't found a bass player, like, I'll totally do it. We're like, holy shit, sweet. All right, sounds good. So we sent him all the tracks and the set list. And he learned it, and... It's just like it's it's weird thinking that musicians learn stuff when they're not like whipped into shape, mm-hmm. and I like that because he just showed up and he knew everything, just and he, he was to, like, right? "What do we need to do here? Mm-hmm. I don't understand this part." Okay, fixed it right away. Done. And it's like, wow, that was that was great, great, dude. He could have walked in and just slopped it up, but instead he actually made yeah. sure that he. Yeah, and not only that, you. like, yeah, he we was on point. we knew Cody before, mm-hmm. and like we knew he was a cool dude and all that, and like. He's a nice guy, always like hospitable, I guess. Like yeah. he was just yeah. very like welcoming, right? And that's kind of what you expect from him. And we just kind of like we really got to know him, so now we're real tight homies. Yeah. yeah. And like we just grew that sweet bond, so like we have chemistry already on stage because we kind of just developed it on the fly, and it worked really well. So. That's super sweet, <laughs> and it's really we're, hard we're thankful f- like for that. So yeah, I'm hoping he can just keep touring with us. Man. Yeah. Like, hopefully, it's great. It'd be great. Well, ask him after this because we haven't asked him yet. <laughs> <laughs> He'll find out through. He'll this, find possibly. out. He'll find out soon. Um. Obviously, you guys are fans of the anime because your dog is named after <laughs> a character from Naruto. Yeah. You guys want to go into uh, some of the shows that you're into and 
some of your fandoms. Okay, I'm the only one that's into anime. I don't okay, even well, think you this guy's watched like, any, you but... You can go to your TV shows yeah, and whatnot, sure. too, man. Like. I, uh... Man, Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I started watching that stuff when I was, like... Or Naruto, I guess. When I was, uh, like, <laughs> grade, grade 6 or grade 7. And it was, like, cool... But then, like, no one watched it because it was anime, so it's like, weird. So I just, like, stopped. And then some sometime around, like, grade 8 and 9, I was like, yo, Naruto's a thing. <laughs> so, then, so then I literally binge-watched it till I finished the whole, like, first Naruto. And then as soon as I, like, got into Shippuden, I took my time. But, like, Naruto, like, the original series, I watched, yeah. like... I probably watched it on like you have it all two and a half, three months. Like I've, I've watched it for hours on end. I just had to get it all in. Yeah, hmm. it's great. And then I've watched like I haven't watched like Bleach or One Piece or anything like that. I find these random ones every once in a while. Isn't so there, like, you got uh, some Dragon Ball Z over on the uh, bookshelf there. Yeah, I like Dragon. Well, I have. Uh, I haven't really watched Dragon Ball Z. I have Dragon Ball. Like the original Dragon Ball is badass with like so little Goku, with, yeah, with like Goku kid, the kid Goku, and yeah, that shit's great. I've watched that a bunch, and uh, there's one other one. Oh yeah, Attack on Titan. If you have never seen that and you don't like anime, watch the watch Abridge. Attack on Titan. <laughs> don't watch the Abridge. <laughs> It's it's good though. The abridge is great. If you but, watch the abridged of anything, it's yeah. pretty awesome. <laughs> but yeah, That's all I've seen, and I was like, "Wow, this is a great <laughs> show." Attack on Titan, definitely watch it. It'll get you into anime for sure. It'll get you into anime. It might creep you out a little bit too with cool. the giant people. Yeah, it's, it's messed up. The stairs, man. The stairs <laughs> just right through you. There should be one more beer. One more beer. <laughs> one more one beer. <laughs> You had one. two already? Mm. One, two. Like mom had one. Ah, that's right. Fuck mom. <laughs> God damn it, mom. <laughs> we know you're our inspiration, but don't drink our beer. <laughs> what are some of your other interests outside of music? <laughs> There's honestly, like, not a lot now. I used to be really big into skateboarding. And uh, I went... We went on a tour with Pascal's old band, and, uh, or I went on tour with them, and when I got back, I skateboarded once, and then I just realized, like, uh, I don't want to do this in case I break something, and I haven't skateboarded since. Yeah, so, like, music I, has just, like, become the thing. I don't know if I can blame you on that one, because it's just like, yeah, I don't know if I plan on riding a bike for a little while yeah, here. No kidding. <laughs> My goodness. On that same tour that he's talking about, yeah, we finished playing in Calgary, mm-hmm. outside of Vern's. Okay. And Andrew, the singer, had a, a short, like a regular board with long board trucks and wheels. So like those gel wheels, and they're super fast. And he's like, man, you can just riff on this thing. And I don't, I've never skateboarded. I don't skateboard. It's not my thing. I never liked it. I'm just like, I suck at it, right? Like, but why not? So, right? the board's, the board's sta- just sitting it's right there. 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 And I'm like, fuck, this is a great idea. I'm going to run. I'm going to take like three steps, jump on this board. So and I do fun. this. I jump on this board and I whip down the street. Like, I'm 
at the end of the block in seconds. Like, I'm flying. Yeah. Whatever. I jump off. I stop. I stop the board. I'm like, that went great. I'm going to do this again. And I tried it again. And the board went flying in the air and almost hit a car that was parked on the street. And I landed like this, like on my hip and my elbow. So it popped my shoulder out of place. Oh, shit. And I had a fresh tattoo. I had gotten a tattoo that morning in Calgary. Hmm. And... And you just finished playing a show. And I just finished playing a show. And I was like, <laughs> and I couldn't breathe. I was just like, in like a, holy shit. And then we slept at Troy's place in Calgary. And he was taking sports, like therapy yeah. or sport. Athletic therapy. Athletic therapy. And we went over. I'm like, dude, I, f- I really fucked up my shoulder last night. And he starts rubbing. He's like, and I don't think I can fix this. Like, I can't put your shoulder back in. Like, it feels really wrong. So yeah, it's been like three years of that, and I still have problems with this stupid shoulder. Oh shit! <laughs> don't it's skateboard. <laughs> don't skateboard. Don't ride bikes. Well, get... If you do, wear proper equipment. <laughs> I guess now... wear helmets, oh, kids. <laughs> <laughs> I guess now I kind of have like this really small hobby, and it's like collecting little video games or old video games. I guess I have a NES now and an N64. Nice. Super stoked on N64 back at home too that I'm pretty happy about. So They're I understand unreal. that. But like that one, I got like by fluke. One of my dad's friends was like meeting him at work in the morning. Hmm. Me- to, to, I don't know. Do something. <laughs> <laughs> so then he's like, he's like, yo, I got this N64. Will you take it? I'm like, yeah. So I bought it off him. And then the nest, I bought like probably like. Ten years, years ago? No. It's been a long... I didn't even <laughs> have a license, ten years ago. I didn't even have a license. Like, it's been a long Ew. time. No, it hasn't been ten No, maybe years. not. It was I was like, probably like 13, 14. Like, I was in high school, oh, man. Like, well, like, it was a while ago. <laughs> Seven right, years, shit. maybe. Okay, and then I got that. <laughs> and then only like a... The, yeah, the NES, like three years ago. Or no. Whatever. I got it a while ago. <laughs> and that's and what the, your small hobby yeah. is. That's <laughs> my no small hobby, long I guess. Ago, I guess it's just collecting video games, but, right? Yeah, but then I, like a few weeks ago, I got... Uh, it's a uh, hundred of the best NES games on one cartridge. Oh, and there's shit. actually a hundred and fifty-three. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> yo, this is so delivered. tight. Yeah, so, yeah, that's just my thing now. I've just been playing it for a while. <laughs> it's amazing. amazing. Awesome. So, how do you guys enjoy living in Manitoba? Or do you enjoy living in Manitoba? No. (laughs) (laughs) I like where we live. Our house, where it's located. Yeah, Yeah, I like where where it's like isolated. But studio out in the middle of fuck. Whoop whoop. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think Winnipeg's a cool city. It is. It's just not. I just. It's not the city that works for us musically. Fair That's enough, it. like, you guys might but, be better out on, like, the West Coast or something. Yeah. No, we do great in Alberta, in where Alberta, we're dry as yeah, fuck, right? Do, yeah. But, like, here, I don't know, maybe it's just, like, we haven't pushed enough here, and maybe it's just because we like going on tour, and we just try and book as many tours as possible to keep playing and keep booking shows, playing out of town, right? But it's it's not that don't like it here, it's just if there's not there's not many venues left, man. Like, a lot of stuff's closed down. That sucks. Yeah. And um, it can be pricey for some people, you know. Like to book shows, it's you have to pay to play. Like pay it's to, a, go, yeah. to book your venue, you gotta if you're booking a prom- or if you're using a promoter. Hopefully, there's a cost built into there already, and you can just get it out of the cut. But no, it's it's crazy. 
but you know stuff changes quickly so well, it's it. give it's it a couple months cut their own scene yeah. Oh, yeah over like the years so hopefully things start to turn around I mean Rajan is slowly starting to come around itself but that took 10 years yeah I think mm-hmm. Winnipeg's back onto like it's moving back towards music oh yeah I feel like it is like there's a lot more music happening lately and it's great like there's more events you see more shows popping up there's shit everywhere it's great Hmm. it's just hopefully it stays stable (laughs) (laughs) hopefully and hopefully it continues to improve yeah absolutely are you guys big Jets fans or Blue Bombers fans I like to cheer for both teams (laughs) just because I can because man who the fuck else am I going to cheer for football I'm not cheering for Regina man that's not happening my girlfriend girlfriend hates the Rough Riders and hates the fact that they're my team so man we had a okay we had the dudes from Bearings Over yeah like a couple weeks ago after their show and they were blown away of like the Regina, or Saskatchewan Rough Riders, but they're like, man, if it was the Regina Rough Riders, how ridiculous would that be? And I thought about this the next day, and I'm like, that would be ridiculous. That is hilarious. Like, the Regina Rough Riders would sound amazing. Should it totally would. It just that. brings so much better. And then, like, when Ottawa got their team back in, it's like, we want the name of the Rough Riders. And it's like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> we did this once already, and everyone thought we were stupid the first time. Come on. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh, all right, I think that's all I really have for you guys today. So thank you for joining me. Hey, Thanks man. for having us. Man. Um, it was great. Where can people find you online if they want to? Uh, if you'd like to listen to us, you can stream our music at or on Spotify or on Apple Music. And if you'd like to buy it, you can go to our Bandcamp, our iTunes, or Google Google, Google Play. Play yeah. And yeah, it's all there. It's all there. Socials. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everything, YouTube. Yeah, Instagram and stuff like that. All at Search Alone at I Walk. Either Alone I Walk or Alone I Walk Official. We there. And Snapchat. <laughs> Snapchat. New Snapchat Official AIW. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Huge shout out to Frankie and Pascal of Alone I Walk for giving me a fantastic interview and letting me check out their amazing estate. Huge shout out to the Corsells family. Whoop whoop. We are also going to thank you, the listeners, for tuning in here to episode four of the Desert Tiger podcast. And I hope that you tune in again, either on iTunes, Google Play Music, or Stitcher where you can subscribe, rate, and review the Desert Tiger Podcast, and I hope you do. You can email us here at the Desert Tiger Podcast for either a song of the day or a book of the week suggestion, with either a description of your band and a link to your song, or a book suggestion. Just give me the book title and the author, and I will possibly consider it. And you can do that by emailing us here at the Desert Tiger Podcast at desert.tiger.podcast at gmail.com Once again, that is desert.tiger.podcast at gmail.com You can also follow us on Facebook at Desert Tiger Entertainment You can message us on Twitter at Desert Tiger Pod and you can like our pictures on Instagram and maybe we'll like a couple of yours at Desert Tiger Podcast 
I hope you guys have yourself a great day. Until next week, where we have Beauty Killed the Beast as our special guest on our Tuesday show. That's right, we are having a bonus Tuesday show next week, which will be our special guest once again, Beauty Killed the Beast from Regina, Saskatchewan. The Desert Tiger Podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review. iTunes, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Thanks for listening.